My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today, and I'm so, so excited to introduce you to my incredible guest, Fong Cha. He's a business strategist, a best-selling author, times three, you guys, entrepreneur, real estate coach, international speaker, and the expert of in unlocking the author inside you. He's also the podcast host of his show, Peak Potential Success. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Fong? Hey, thank you very much for having me, Brittany. Uh, it's uh, It's been great, and I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I mean, you have so much value to add to this episode, so I'm really looking forward to it. And I know I gave you a really brief introduction because these episodes are so short, but if you don't mind taking the time to take us back a little bit through your journey as to how you got to where you are today. Sure. Uh, and if I go too long, let me know, because I'm going to try to go, go pretty fast on this. So back <laughs> no in... Problem. Uh, about 12, 12, 13 years ago, uh, I, I graduated as a civil structural engineer and I thought, hey, this is going to be the rest of my life. Found a job in uh, structural engineering in the oil and gas industry for in Alberta. And most people know once you get into the oil and gas industry, it's like, oh, we've made it, especially when you're in Alberta. And I thought, OK, I'm set for life for the next 40 years or so. Work there, be loyal and work hard and move up the ranks. Um, and then the 2007-2008 downturn came around where oil went down, our economy went down, real estate went down, everything went down. Our company went from a, a high of 800-some employees down to 120 at that time, where basically once you hear a phone call, somebody's going to an office and going, hey, you're being let go. And that's when my girlfriend at the time, now wife, says, okay, let's let's do something. We have to go out there, find something else. Uh, just to separate us and protect us if the engineering thing doesn't work. So she picked up uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I'm sure a lot of your guests have experience with, and I'm sure a lot of Everyone people have has. That, has that shelf full of purple books, right? So right. Um, you go from there, you go to a webinar, you go to a seminar, you go to a three-day weekend and all that kind of stuff, and that's how we got started in real estate. Uh, at the time, we were like, okay, we know how to do the numbers, we know how to analyze real estate deals, uh, we were missing something, though. We were so scared of putting out offers. We were so scared of going out there and talking to people that we knew we were missing that that one link that gets us over that, uh, that challenge. Exactly. So then uh, I, I remember like that very first deal or first offer we put out there. It was a great deal. We knew we were going to have a, a great return on it. And we're so scared of it being accepted that it took us hours before we go, OK, let's put it put it in. Uh, well, in the end, they never accepted the offer. In fact, they thought we were lowballing them too much. So it was not even a not even a consideration. But anyway, but we were so scared of potential success of actually having accepted. So our missing piece was having that coach. Uh, so we hired a business coach, a real estate coach to help us along, bounce ideas off of them with regards to, is this a good deal? Is this a good venture? Is this a good opportunity? And just to have that peace of mind uh, to guide us along that success. 
Uh, from there, we built our real estate portfolio from zero properties to about 23, 24 properties, over 30 some units, and uh, managing all that stuff ourselves uh, and building more and more relationships. So then I go, hey, coach, what's next? I have this portfolio. I, I want to do something else. What do you recommend? And he goes, well, why don't you write your book? I'm like, book? I don't know. Who, who am I to write a book? Uh, that person is right. more successful than me and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of limiting beliefs uh, right. that stopped us from writing that book. And that's when my coach gave me one of the lines that I will remember forever. And that is, over the last 100 years, nothing new has been written, but your voice hasn't been heard. Now, he may or may not be able to reach the same audience as you, but if you don't send out your message, your voice, everybody who gravitates to your message and you as a person is, is missing that message if you don't do it. So I'm like, okay, that solves all my limiting beliefs. Let's start writing that book. And then within three years, we released uh, three books. And to date, we have seven books out. One is a kid's book that we did for fun. And uh, we have another book coming out very soon. So then, okay, got our books written. Now what? And then my coach goes, why don't you start uh, doing some speaking? I'm like, okay, great. Let's start doing some speaking engagements. Uh, and he was so gracious of letting me speak on his stage uh, for an event. And I'm like, okay, how long do you want me to go, go for? 10 minutes? Five minutes? Two minutes? He goes, you get two hours. I'm like, holy. <laughs> so, what an opportunity, though. Wow. Exactly. Uh, talk about putting yourself into the fire and just learning from it. So that was my first actual speaking engagement. Got to speak for about two hours, helping lots of people with their mindsets, uh, coming up with strategies on real estate and also uh, branding, marketing strategies and whatnot. Uh, fast forward to, what, three years ago? Uh, we have the pandemic, everything was shut down. And then my coach goes, why don't you start a podcast? I'm like, okay, uh, let's start a podcast. So then started a podcast. I've been doing that for three years now. I've been interviewing people from all over the world, uh, from Nigeria to Australia to Singapore. Had guests like that uh, from multimillionaires to Olympic champions and celebrities. So uh, that's where I'm at right now. Absolutely amazing. I really like what your coach had said. And correct me if I have a couple words out of place, but over the last 100 years, nothing new has been written, but nobody has heard your voice yet. Something exactly. along those lines. Yeah. Wow. How, what a powerful message, you know, and you mentioned, you know, getting a coach and everything, everything like that. Now, why is an entrepreneur is that so, so, so important for us? The thing is, I, I for some reason or another, uh, so we've, we've gone through schools, universities, uh, lots of different types of training, and we don't, think about having that coach for entrepreneurship for some reason. We know you need it for, for sports. We understand you need to have somebody teach you in, in music and all kinds of stuff in, in school, but not when it comes to business. People tend to go, you know what? I could do it on my own. I can do real estate on my own. I could go and put out that offer on my own. And then all of a sudden, if it doesn't work, they don't, don't understand why. Well, if you can't, if you don't understand how to be successful in playing piano, the reason is you don't have somebody who's teaching you who knows it, who's been there, who's done it, and is doing it right now. And therefore, same thing happens in business and same thing happens in real estate investing. You want to work with somebody who can show you the way, who's been there, who's done that, and is successful in it right now. Not successful in it in like 20 years ago, because things change all the time. They want, you want mm -hmm. somebody who's doing it right now and is successful in it, and you could grow towards that same goal. Now they're going to keep on growing, which is great. 
because you always want to be challenged. And that's why I think it's very, very important to have somebody there who you can bounce ideas off of. Just have that person go, oh, wait, there's a risk here. Think about it this way. Or, hey, there's a potential opportunity here. Look at it this way and you'll see that opportunity. And it helps you along uh, all all the humps and the challenges. Uh, One of the greatest things that my coach helped me with was my first eviction. Like I was... I had so much sleepless nights thinking about what if this happens? What if that happens? And he goes, don't worry about it. Everybody gets sued. I'm like, really? They do? <laughs> so um, he Makes coached me feel a lot better. I, I guess. It still right? sucks. It, um, it does. But like yeah. knowing someone in that position telling you, you know, you're not the only one. It's okay. It's going to be all right. Right. Yeah. And, and he's been through that process. He basically told me this is what's going to happen. This is what they're going to say. This is what you should say. This is how you should present yourself. And it just made that process so much easier. Um, it's that peace of mind. We're so afraid of the unknown. And that's why we're so afraid to do stuff. But when somebody's there to tell you, this is what's going to happen. Here are the risks. How are you going to mitigate it? Then you're like, hey, I'm familiarized with this process. I'm familiarized with what's going to happen. There's no fear. Absolutely. It's honestly, it's the fear of the unknown. You know, people are afraid to make that leap of faith and just dive into entrepreneurship and stuff like that. And, you know, all you need is that one person to believe in you, you know, and I also like to think of it like, you know, what's, what's a bigger regret, not to ever trying to go chase after your dreams or, you know, the regrets of trying and failing, like what's, what's, what's a bigger regret? Because for myself, it would be the regret of not even trying, you know? So if you have that one person who believes in you, like your coach, for instance, who threw you into the fire for, you know, writing a book and, and then, you know, going on stage for not 20 minutes, but two hours, like, you know, you have that person that believes in you and that's going to help you grow. And um, I, yeah, everyone needs a coach. I believe everybody does. (laughs) Most definitely. I mean, how many times have you heard people say, oh, I wish I did that. Oh, I wish I tried that. Right. So it's one of those things that trying it, attempting it will get you a lot farther than not trying it at all. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to look back and say, you know, I wish I tried that. I wish I just gave it a shot. At least you can be like, wow, remember when I tried that? You know, so. Yeah, skydiving is still on my list, but uh, yeah. That's still on my list. That's I'm, next. Like, something I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, I love this. So Fong, tell me a little bit about, you know, you're, you're really, you've got all this value behind, you know, unlocking your peak potential. Now, I know you touched on a lot of it throughout telling us a bit about your journey, but if you want to really dive into that topic, because as entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes it can be a slippery slope and sometimes it could be a roller coaster and it's you know it can be difficult and the struggle is real so how do we go about finding that potential within us and um, unlocking it well we kind of hit on that topic uh, quite a bit already and the biggest thing is the the coach the mentor somebody who can kind of guide you along but it also has to do with what do you truly want to do do you want to be stuck in a place for 40 years and working days and nights and kind of stuff? Or do you want to go out there and do make a difference? Do you want to go out there and help better people? What's your what's that value that you want to add to society, to the community, so that you fulfill that that usefulness or that uh, that purpose in your life kind of thing? When you tie that to uh, having a coach, 
and that coach is going to be able to help you along that path and goes, okay, what do you, what do you want to do to fund that type of lifestyle? What's, what do you want to do that allows you to fund that type of um, giving back that you've always wanted to do? Now, whether it's real estate, whether it's investing, business, whatever it is, there's always a, a way of shortcutting things so that you are more successful at it and more efficient at it. Um, and therefore, when it comes to unlocking that potential, a lot of the times is we're not, we don't know what's out there. We don't know what we can or cannot do. We're always underestimated what our capabilities are. And unfortunately, sometimes it's because of the people around us that kind of, I don't want to say hold us back, but they're there to protect us. They're there to protect us from what they don't know either. How many times have we go, hey, we want to go and buy this property for an investment. We're going to put this much money in. We're going to do this, this, and that. And they go, ooh, I don't know. That sounds that sounds so risky. You, you probably should just put it in your savings account. Like we've heard that so many times. Or if somebody goes, hey, I want to start a business. I'm going to do this, this, and that. And they go, ooh, business is hard. Did you risky. know that? One every one in every five businesses go out of uh, go out of business within the first year kind of thing. It's like, ooh, okay, maybe I should step back, right? But that's because we're asking advice from people who's not doing it. They don't know the right steps. So having that coach, having that mentor show you the steps, being there as a sounding board to to guide you along, and they can go, hey, you know what? I think you could do this too. And step by step, they'll unlock that potential that they, they can see in you that you may or may not be able to see in yourself. So those are the two biggest things, I think, when it comes to unlocking your potential. It's what is it that you truly, truly, truly want to do to impact the world and the others? And two, having somebody there. And it's not just one person. It could be a mastermind group. It could be other people, uh, multiple coaches that challenges you every step of the way to unlock one step, another step, another step of your potential that could be there that you don't even know. Absolutely. It's true. You know, oftentimes you are the five people that you hang around is who you become. And, you know, I don't think we should be taking advice from anyone's who or any person that is living a life that you don't want. And it's really hard for us sometimes to see the bigger picture um, because we are, we're, a lot of us are from a generation where we're told to go to school, get a job and, you know, everything, the unknown is so scary. So don't take the risk. So like you said, it's so important to get that coach that can really show you, you know, and believe in you that you do have that potential that you feel within yourself that nobody else really sees at the moment. Right. So, um, absolutely agree with you there. Now you had mentioned, um, with a coach, like achieving more in shorter timelines, you know, getting clear on what you want, that kind of thing. So with what you did, how was it possible? And I'm sure it has to do with the coach, but if you want to dive in deeper, how you made it possible to achieve more in less time with less stress, because a lot of people, like you said earlier, will just be like, I can do it all on my own. I can do it on my own. It's fine. I'll do it on my own. But if you want to dive into that, I'm sure you have a lot of insight behind it a little bit deeper. Well, one thing you talked about is that with less stress, um, I kind of mentioned it before about that first eviction. Like, what do I do? And a lot of the unknowns caused a lot of the stress. And that stress is something that is a, a mental thing. You need to go, okay, how do I handle the stress? Um, having that coach guide you along as to what you can, cannot do, what's the next step, that alleviates that stress by a lot. And the other thing is just to train your mind 
uh, with with more positive energy. When you're listening to podcasts that's uh, enlightening you, you're reading lots of success stories, you're seeing a lot of positivity, then your your onset on what's going to happen will probably be a lot better than what you're feeding yourself. We're, we tend to jump to the negative stuff all the time, and that builds up on the stress. Um, I know I have some clients who are worried about, oh, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? I'm like, why are you worrying about that right now? That's not going to happen until two, three months from now. What if it doesn't happen? Then you wasted all the energy on the stress right now, worrying about something that may or may not happen. We know it may or may not happen, but we'll attack it when it does. We have strategies in place. If it does, right? We'll have the strategies in place to deal with it, but don't worry about it now because it's a waste of your energy. Um, how do you save time? Well, the time thing is, do you have the systems in place? Do you have the thought process in, in place so that you could attack everything all at once versus, oh, I'm going to jump over here and do something. Oh, I'm going to jump over there and do something. Um, one of the strategies I have for a lot of my clients, and we might talk about this in the book writing process, is how do we do five, six, seven things all at once by just doing, let's say, a podcast, right? We could, we could have... Uh, social media posts, you could have your podcast, you could have your YouTube channel stuff, you could have your book written, you could have articles written all by doing a podcast. You just repurpose that information, you repurpose all that, uh, that, that content. And the thing is, you're not doing everything differently. You're, you're doing them all at once, repurposing the information and, and sending it out there. And you're not wasting time. Right. How do you be intentionally congruent when you're out there doing stuff? When you're networking, are you thinking about two, three, four steps ahead instead of, okay, I'm going to talk to this person, I'm going to talk to this person, I'm going to talk to this person, or do you try and get a speaking engagement and talk to all these people all at once? And then when they come to you, you've already sifted through the people that don't have interest in what you're talking about. So it's just different strategies as to how to mitigate time or, or save time. And then also the thought process of being a few steps ahead so that you can envision what's going to happen later so that I can deal with it now. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. You went into detail there and that's exactly what I was looking for. So thank you. Now you mentioned the podcast. Let's talk about the podcast. Now I know that you had said, you know, the podcast has been around for about three years and that was another, you know, direction that your coach had led you in. Now, so tell me a little bit about like you are interviewing like celebrities and multimillionaires, just to name a few, <laughs> but highly successful people. Now, tell me how you go about attracting these people on your show or your the best method that works for you to get these people on your show and um, how that's been serving you lately. Uh, I think the very first thing about getting guests on your show is not being afraid to ask. Uh, you never know who's going to say yes. And if they say no, guess what? You didn't have them to begin with kind of thing, right? So go out there and ask people. People like to be, um, when you, you stay in a way where you're showcasing them, where you're kind of making them feel like the superstar and you're making them uh, be able to shine on your show, then there's a good chance that they'll be willing to share. Um, a lot right. of my guests are people I know within my circle. Um, and then it's who they know. So let's say if I interviewed uh, person A, I usually go, oh, well, who do you, who would you recommend? And they go, okay, well, I know this person, this person, this person. And if 
person A had a great experience on your show, then there's a better chance that person B, C, D that came from A would be willing to be on your show as well. Um, and then it's relationships. Uh, the stronger relationships you build, the more connections you're going to get because people will be willing to, like, for instance, vouch for you as a person and as a, as a show for other people to go on. So it makes it a lot easier for people to say yes to come to my show. And I've had, I've been very, very fortunate on uh, being able to build very strong relationships with some high profile individuals who are then connected with Olympic champions and celebrities and uh, multimillionaires. And in the end, you just have to be willing to ask. Um, there's, there's some people where, for instance, I, I finish reading a, a book or finish reading an article and go, wow, this person has great insight. Let me check with the author to see if they want to come on my show. And more often than not, they go, yeah, let's let's do it. Because at the same time, they want to promote their book. They want to promote their, their articles and whatnot and what they have to share. And it's a lot easier than most people think. Absolutely. And you just, you can't be afraid to ask, you know, and it's crazy with the podcast, the connections you make globally now, opposed to just within your own community, you know, we don't, we didn't have this option years ago. Right. So it's crazy. The global connections you can make. And like you said, it's, it's almost like a snowball effect. Who do they know and who do they refer? And it's, it's crazy. And I'm not sure if you get this. I'm sure you do. You know, people coming to you and being like, you know, I've been binge watching your episodes. I know I can trust you and I need to work with you. (laughs) I don't know if you get that often, but, um, it's something that I hear quite often when people have, when they're consistent with their podcast, you know, and people start to see that and they, and they come towards them, you know, and it's just a great way to connect with others and tie it into your business as well. Right. Tell me a little bit about how you tie your podcast into the business. If you do. Well, the thing is with, uh, I just want to touch up on a a couple of things that you mentioned there. Uh, Yes. It's a great feeling when people go, oh, I've been watching your episodes. Oh, I like how this person stated this or how that person said that. And it makes me go, oh, so I'm not the only one listening to my own podcast kind of thing. Okay, so there we go. It's a, it's a great feeling to know that other people that you didn't know uh, are, are tuning in. And the other word that you sp- mentioned is consistency. Uh, so many people out there go, okay, let's start a podcast. And then two, three weeks later, it's like, okay, what, what happened to that podcast? Um, you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, then it it kind of shows that, well, how, how much time did you actually think about starting the podcast? And then secondly, um, how consistent are you when it comes to your business venture kind of thing, right? So uh, consistency is a, a big thing. And as long as you keep putting out content out there and you're still in the in the eyes of people online at a consistent rate, then that shows that, okay, you're in there for the long haul kind of thing and you're, or you're committed to your show kind of thing. Um, your question was on the podcast with the business. Um, yeah. You mentioned that with regards to being able to interview people or, uh, who are worldwide, um, that has changed my, my connections and my relationships by far. Um, being able to talk to people in Singapore, to Nigeria, to Australia, and then Usually what happens is they'll go, hey, you know what? I have a, a great a conference coming up. Would you like to be a, one of our guest speakers? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And now I'm tapping into a whole new group of people that I may or may not have had a chance to if I did not interview that person to begin with. 
And then from there, obviously, you have a, a new list of people that you could talk to, uh, connect with, uh, send them like, hey, I have a webinar coming up. Hey, I got a seminar coming up. Would you like to sign up for this program, that program? And mm-hmm. it just kind of snowballs from there, right? So the the connections, the relationships is very, very important. And I found that using the podcast as a relationship builder has been very, very fruitful. And it's been helping me uh, quite a lot. Absolutely. It's crazy. The opportunities are just endless once you have a podcast. Um, it, it's it's truly such a blessing to have one. Um, I love it. So let's talk a little bit about your coaching now. So any any challenges in 2023 that um, you, you happen to see over and over again that might be relatable to other coaches going through the same thing uh, that are listening today? Um, I think when it that- comes even comes to clientele or anything like that. I think there's a, a a gap right now with regards to, okay, live events uh, that has really, really like come down due to the shutdowns and whatnot. Um, people mm-hmm. are to go. Uh, they realize that, Hey, you know what? I can go to a conference online. Why do I need to drive out or why do I fly out somewhere? Um, and therefore it's, it's hurting the live events a lot. However, personally, I find that the live events have uh, have a much better connection, uh, whether you're a speaker or if you're an audience member. You get to build better relationships if you're there live. Um, when it comes, then there's a group of people who goes, you know what? I'm so tired to be on Zoom all the time. And they don't want to go on to uh, uh, video conferences or or live Zoom events and stuff like that. So there's there's a gap there. I think that the biggest thing when it comes to uh, talk about coaching and building those relationships is how do you create that wow factor? How do you create that mm-hmm. wow experience so that, hey, they really want to go on that Zoom uh, conference because there's a big wow factor there. It's unlike any other. They, it makes them feel great. Or they want to be in person because it's an in-person experience that they're never going to experience anywhere else. For instance, if you go to a live event and then uh, kind of, uh, following up that event, there's a there's a mixer or there's a live experience where you're driving a race car or you're doing something else, then that builds that relationship even further because it's not just business. You're building relationships outside of the conference, but you have to be there live to do so. So I think that's one thing that uh, one I've seen a lot of uh, coaches do right now is to create that experience for people. And then that's also how they attract more and more people to go to the live events by creating those once in a lifetime events. Absolutely. In person and in person and live events, like are, they make such a difference. You know, you can feel it there, the energy and everything. Right. So love it. Now, Fong, tell me a little bit about, you know, your biggest focus in the next six months, whether that's with the podcast or the business. Um, yeah. Lay it on me. <laughs> uh, I think based on what we've been talking about here, a lot of it stems from relationship building, Um, being able to connect with more and more people, impacting more and more people. And from there, you don't know what's going to happen. It will lead to more business opportunities, more real estate opportunities, more speaking opportunities. But if you don't go out there and connect with people, if you don't go online and go, hey, how are you doing? Let's connect. Let's get to know each other. Then nothing ever happens. So a a consistent thing that I always do is whether it's now, whether it's three years from now or it's five years from now, is connect, 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 connect and build relationships. Um, What would I like to get out of all that? 
Um, I would like to build my my business portfolio even further, uh, possibly double three times my real estate portfolio. And then also when it comes to uh, my podcast, I grow that audience so that we can have more people, um, more more guests come on and also help more people get past their fears, get past their challenges and learn from those success stories that I have when I interview my guests. So that's why that's what I'm focused on. Absolutely love it. And it's so exciting, you know, learning more success stories and and unlocking the the potential that you can now hear from all these guests coming on your show and you can share that with the world. That's huge. So super exciting. Now, Fong, I know that these are such short interviews. This has been amazing, but I want to give you just the last minute or two here to go ahead and talk about what you have going on in the business. Um, And then the best way to reach you, if anyone listening is interested in connecting with you, maybe they need some coaching and want to work with you. um, Go ahead. And now is your time. I really want to give this to you to go ahead and dive into that. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, Thank you for that. So I I love working with people who are uh, trying to break free of their day to day grind, uh, who wants to start real estate investing or wants to start their business. Um, I, I love working with them because I'm able to go, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is, uh, and and it might sound scary at first, but you know what? Here's what's going to happen. Prepare for it, expect it, and then move on on with it. Because like, if you don't take those actions to move on with those uh, with those plans, then nothing ever happens. Um, I love working with people with their book ideas. I love helping people get their book books out there and uh, helping them impact more and more people so that we can grow this world, we can grow uh, their businesses, and we can also grow their their credibility as well. So I love working with those people. Uh, The best way to reach out to me, um, I'm on all the social media stuff, just find me at at Fong Chua. I'm also on fongchua.com, and I also have my podcast, which is the Peak Potential Success Show, and that's the best way. Just, Just hit me up on social media. Incredible. Thank you so much, Fong. This this was absolutely value-driven. And this is exactly what I'm looking for on my podcast. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on and share everything with myself and my audience. There's just so much to learn and everything that we talked about was very relatable to probably people in the same kind of journey as us. So thanks again, Fong. Awesome. Thank you very much. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on the show, just like Fong did today to talk about the podcast, talk about, you know, unlocking your potential just like Fong did or talking about the business, I'd love to have you on. Please go to top100interview.com and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks again. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.